On this week's episode of the Raised by Sports podcast, we reflect on the life of Kobe Bryant on the one-year anniversary of his tragic death. We also give a review and recap of the amazing NFL championship games this past weekend while previewing what could be the best quarterback head-to-head matchup in Super Bowl history. We also give our opinion on the NBA MVP conversation, and we discuss, is Giannis really meeting our expectations this season as the reigning two-time MVP? You're probably listening to this episode on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so if you are, make sure you give us a review. But we'd be remiss if we didn't start this show by honoring the life and reflecting on the legacy of Henry Hank Aaron. And stay a professional and pitch his game. One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. in the deep south for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it is a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry Aaron, who was met at home plate not only by every member of the Braves, but by his father and mother. He threw his arms around his father, and as he left the home plate area, his mother came running across the grass threw her arms around his neck, kissed him for all she was worth. And welcome back to another installment of the Raised by Sports podcast. Uh, Starting the podcast off with a little somber mood today, uh, somber tone, uh, moving into our black excellence portion. We were going to put my girl from Michigan yeah. and our black excellence portion. Yeah, we can save it for next week. Yeah, we'll save it for next week. For sure. But um, in black excellence, I thought it would be fitting that we put um, Henry Hank Aaron, you feel me? Yeah, absolutely. In um, the black the excellence. Goat, the GOAT. The real uh, home my, run king. My home run king. I don't know yeah, who's yeah. your home run king, but he's my home run king. Um, uh, Henry Lewis Hank Aaron, however you want to, you know, however you say his name. Um Born February fifth, nineteen thirty four, and he passed away January twenty second. So he did pass away um, this this past Friday at the age of eighty six. Um, I did a lot of like, you know, reassessing and like just redigging and relearning like about his life and how important he was to the game because I already knew how important he was. And why you could talk more about it because you know you're the more avid baseball fan. But everybody knows who Hank Aaron was. Um, he he epitomized and you know revolutionized long being great for a long time. Twenty five so. time All Star, World Series champion, three time Gold Glove winner. Um, more importantly, uh, he held the record for most home runs at seven fifty five for the longest time 
until Barry Bonds broke it. And it was a big deal because when he came into the league, you know, he had to come, you know, play in the Negro Leagues. Black people couldn't play. Um, he came at, at the height of, of Jim Crow and, and segregation. And then Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. And then Hank Aaron was just able, you know, to jump right in. Like he played for the Indianapolis Clowns. Yeah. That was mm. the Negro League team name. Now, now question, because I remember there was an article I had read about the Negro League and then the MLB. They did transfer the stats from Negro League to MLB, correct? They like, just they did just it. Did they it, though, just right? did it. It took yeah, them yeah. fucking forever to do it. Yeah. Um, but then he went to play on for uh, the Milwaukee slash Atlanta Braves uh, for 20 years, from 54 to 74. And then he uh, finished his career with the Milwaukee Brewers in 75 and 76. Yeah. Um, to, uh, 2,297 uh, RBIs. Uh, 6,856 to- stolen bases or total bases, um, 1,400 extra base hits, 25 career all-star appearances. Um, he was a, f- a f- almost unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer in 82, but... Um, that shit's wild. Yeah, man. Yeah. One, of the, one of the forgotten ones. Definitely. Um, I feel like as far as transcending the game of baseball, a lot of people, you know, refer to Jackie Robinson, and rightfully so. Um, but Hank Aaron didn't have it. Um, easy at all you know him and Reggie Jackson kind of be in that era like the 70s and stuff um, and you know that was more so the emergence as we saw more black um, stars in baseball and it, what a better place to do it than in Atlanta for most of his career um, you know black Hollywood you know so much respect to him lived a great life and did a lot of things to change the game yeah man I definitely feel like we don't have we don't have any he was the first black star for us in baseball and in, in the MLB. Um, I think Jackie Robinson's kind of like that icon, but yeah. like when we think back to like black stardom and, and people that like help transcend the game, because like I said before, baseball is still not a sport for us. No. It's not a sport for black people. Yeah, but um, Hank Aaron's name comes up even if you don't know Exactly. Like, like when you think of when you think of the most important black figures in baseball, none of them are from the last twenty years. We think of Hank Aaron, Satchel Paige, Jackie Robinson. You talking about black, black, black men though, right? I'm talking about like black, like I'm talking about like black, like people that transcended the game. Are yeah, going to be I mean, immortalized. yeah, yeah, like exactly. Ken Griffey. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, those, Ken Griffey is the last one. The last one. You know what I'm saying? Barry Bonds. Is Derek Jeter technically Derek Jeter's black? black? Yeah. He's black. Okay. He's black. Yeah. He's black. Right. He's black. Okay. But Derek Jeter, that's still not this generation. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right, like right. he, you know, started in the '90s and whatnot. So. We don't have that black person, that black icon in baseball to like, like we can sit here and look at Steph Curry, LeBron, go to football. Yeah. We can look at Pat Mahomes. We can look at Sean and all these black guys in, in football. We can't do that in baseball, really. There's no, yeah. there's really no place for us in the sport. And baseball, they've done a great job at pushing us out since the Negro Leagues, incorporating sure. us in and whatnot. But um, RIP to Hank Aaron, man. RIP to a legend. Um Shout out to him. You know, hopefully in the next, you know, couple decades, we can get some more black boys in baseball, get some of that guaranteed money. Absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. Get that some of that. million, that big time money. Exactly, bro. Because, you know, Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, fuck them niggas, bro. Come on. Let me hey, get some of that. Paid, Let me get hey, some paid. of that, bro. Uh, but it doesn't get any happier um, with, yeah. <laughs> with the topics for today. Um, as we today is Wednesday the twenty. Six. I'm sorry. Today is Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday the twenty sixth of mm-hmm. January. Um, it is the one year anniversary of the day that the world lost a star, a legend, an icon, everything. Um, the world lost Kobe Bryant um, a year ago today. 
It was a Sunday, January 26, yeah, 2020. Not only did we lose Kobe Bryant, we lost his uh, his daughter, Gianna. Um, and then we lost uh, six other people in the crash, um, including the pilot. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Six, yeah. Six, every, six, everybody was everybody on the flight. On, yeah. Um, in, the, in the helicopter crash. Don't want to talk too much about the crash. That's not important um, in terms of, you know, unveiling trauma and whatnot. But um, how do we feel a year later, man? Still sometimes doesn't feel real. Yeah. I agree. So, some, sometimes, like, when I just see, like, Kobe videos, like, it just doesn't seem real yet. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, it very much so is. Um, you know, just just a just a pioneer in every which way you know being the first guy to really take that jump from high school to to the nba and be successful um and win championships and all and then all the stuff post career mentoring guys like jason tatum devin booker mentoring Kyrie, women as well Kyrie, Gigi, um coaching his women coaching his girls aau team being a great father i mean he was just yeah. in every way shape and form a great man i think today it's been an interesting day like i was uh i was looking at a lot of different kobe highlights i was going through different videos they were making rachel nichols posted a really good video on her twitter of like all the guys they she interviewed all of these players asking like yo what was your first interaction with kobe like and like i don't know it's just crazy to hear their sides of the story like you know obviously on our side we probably only have seen them play against each other but like hearing the stories of like uh, things that they said, like the way Kobe was, like Paul George said, the first play that he had had on Kobe, um, he jumped, he went for the fake. Uh, Kobe passed by him, dunked. He then he told his boy uh, Brian Shaw, he's like, "Hey, tell your boy he got some feathers on him." Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's some Kobe shit, and I, yeah. I just kind of fuck with that. And I feel like I feel like we all knew that Kobe had so much more to do left in life because yeah. I feel like he eclipsed villain status after he. Like after that last game with the Lakers, I think we there was there was people who didn't like Kobe because of how he played. Yeah, and I think that towards the end of his career, it probably was before that last game, but towards the end of his career, we all looked at Kobe like, "Damn, like you're one of the all-time greats," it's, and that that will never be taken. It's away in the sense that sure. people looked at people treated Kobe when he played just like they treat LeBron right now. It's mm-hmm. a you don't know what you got until it is gone. Ten, five, I get every person in the world is going to bow down and get on one knee and say thank you when LeBron and, and every, retires. And bro. everybody hates champions because they typically beat your team to get there. Exactly, bro. Um, people, I mean, you know, obviously people hate Tom Brady for other reasons too, but main reason why people hate Tom Brady. I mean, every great you look at any great Muhammad Ali, Jordan, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, whoever. If you're a great, you're most likely gonna be hated by a lot of people because that means you're beating a lot. You're beating everybody to win yeah. the championships, which is what makes you great. Yeah, man. Um, but like, those, like those Kings teams, the Suns teams, yeah. like the what do, that couldn't get championships because yeah. Kobe. What do you think? What What do you think? How do you feel about you know just in this moment celebrating Kobe's life? The fact that the Lakers are on top, defending their championship are probably going to be defending, you know, not only defending it, but in the title, you know, picture this season, yeah. probably playing late because the playoffs are going to start a little later this year, but probably playing late into June. How, how, how does that, what do you feel about that full circle moment? It's a, uh, I, I think it was great, especially obviously for them to win the chip. Um, I know they had, they had only lost one game in the Mamba jerseys. I was, I was wishing they would have finished off the heat so yeah. they went undefeated in the Mamba jerseys. Facts. Um, but then, you know, Anthony Davis hitting that shot in the Mamba jerseys against the Nuggets. 
Um, so they have a lot of moments like that. Um, but I think it's like like how you said, full circle. And who better to lead that resurgence of the Lakers than, you know, one of his low-key pro- protégés and LeBron. You know, they were a yeah. lot closer than a lot of people thought. Um, and a lot of people got that, you know, out of Kobe's book. Um, so I think I think it's a great moment that they're back on top. Yeah, man. I, I, lo- I to. love seeing them on top. Like, I didn't think I would feel that way about, like, LeBron being on the Lakers and whatnot, but I'm cherishing every moment. Yeah. Uh, I just like to see LeBron succeed, man. I mean, obviously, I like to see a lot of different players succeed, but, like, LeBron has had a journey in the fucking NBA. But he's also, like you said, you don't, I don't want to go by these next four years that he might be playing and be like, damn, I didn't appreciate LeBron like I should have. Like I now looking back at it, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have watched more Kobe. Yeah, like 100%. back in the day. Like I mean, obviously we watched him a lot. You know, he was in the finals. Like yeah. this, you know, Shaq but and you Kobe. You should have watched more. Yeah, yeah, like I wish they had lead pass back then. Like yeah. yo, should've let me watch more. every fucking game because so, yeah. and that's really I've been trying to watch more LeBron, watch more Steph, watch more of like the great ones. You know what I'm saying? Because in ten years. I'm going to look back and be like, fuck, I still didn't watch enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's also kind of what also provides it or what also makes it kind of full circle is the fact that, like, the Lakers are now back on top in part of what Kobe did in those last years. And though it wasn't intentional at all, kind of in a weird way, him getting hurt all those years mm-hmm. and then being so bad, which allowed them to pick Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball, and guys like Kyle that. Kyle Kuzma. All those guys – Got you know, got AD there and then Get LeBron the draft, there. So like in a weird kind of way, he's still it's their them winning championships now is still correlated. To and you know what's crazy, did. bro? The type of person that Kobe was probably didn't. He who knows that yeah. he would have been the motherfucker to do it on purpose. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, but rest in peace, Mamba. You know what I'm saying? We gonna we definitely sell. It. As sport, as avid sports fans, you know, podcasters, journalists, whatever you want to call us, um, definitely gonna continue to to lift up your name um, and celebrate you every chance that we get. Absolutely. Uh, but moving on to the NFL, let's play a little buy or sell. Yes. We got a lot of NFL shit to talk about. Uh, we gonna touch, sell, we gonna okay. touch the championship games in a second, but we got a couple things to to talk about first. Buy or sell. Matthew Stafford is parting ways with the Detroit Lions. Um, they haven't cut him or anything yet, but the uh, expectation is that there will be a trade done because, from my understanding, he still has, two I want to say, two years left on that deal. Um, buy or sell, the Detroit Lions basically blowing it up for what seems like the fifth time in the last six years. It's <laughs> <laughs> really been six years they've blown it up. I mean, you? They, like, well, I if you think about it, they, blew, they had to blow it up after they went 0-16. They had to blow it up again after well, that. But what year did they go 0 and 16? Well, it was an exaggeration. They went 0 and 16 in 2008. 2008, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Why I was about to say, yeah. But I mean, yeah, they blew it up. Then they got Matthew Stafford. I think they blew it up again in like 2012, 2013. They yeah. went and got Jim Caldwell. He did pretty decently. Then he went like, what, 9 and 7 or 10 and 6? Yeah, and they, st- and seven, they still years. fired him to get Patricia. Then Patricia oh, yeah, doesn't Matt work Patricia out. Do you fire him in the middle of the now season. The coach you got now talking about. Biting kneecaps off and right, shit. bro. So you get a coach, <laughs> you get you get you get a low profile coach from the New Orleans Saints. A tight ends you, coach. you get a tight ends coach from the New Orleans Saints. Deuce Staley's gonna be your uh, oh, your, uh running back. Bring your running backs coach. You get another failed coach from they the Boston. They got a new GM too, don't they? Mm-hmm. He's a brother. Yeah, from yeah, the T, uh, from the T too. Yeah, yeah. So and, I hope and, the best for him. Anthony Lynn. 
As your OC, yeah. As your, as your OC, which is not going to work. As yeah. your offensive coordinator. It's not going to work. Anthony Lynn is a special teams and defensive guy. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to work. He's going to try to run those running backs into the fucking ground. Now, I am going <laughs> I am going to buy it. Yes, Matthew Stafford will be on a new team by the end of the year. What team? I'm not sure yet. I mean, there's but a lot of options, though. I think it just depends on what direction other teams want to go. I mean, obviously, he could go to Atlanta. And if they get Matt Ryan the fuck up out of there and put him somewhere else, I think they're going. I think I think though I think a team like that is most likely going to go in a young. They're going to go in because Matthew. If if you're if you're moving on from Matt Ryan as the Falcons, you're not moving on to replace him with another Matt Ryan because Matthew Stafford is more or less the same exact thing. I think there's three teams to watch out for from Matthew Stafford. I think the Denver Broncos is a good is a good fit Mm -hmm. um, because Drew Locke is not the answer clearly. Redskins, well, football team, excuse me. Um, I think they would be an interesting fit. And the last team, gosh, I just Dallas Cowboys. That. I did, yeah. You said Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. Um, if they don't want to extend Dak, um, I think that's a that's a good spot for them too. I have one more team though. I can't remember the other team. Shit. Oh, the uh, Carolina Panthers. Okay. I, mm. I I just think that Matthew deserves to go somewhere with an ambitious front office. Yeah, I mean, he just, uh, he just how many he more years do you think he got left though? Like bro, three? I mean, bro. probably like probably like three or four. He's he's got bad. I mean, a few he, injuries. But I mean, 30, and the thing, crazy thing, he's only thirty-two. Yeah, he's not, he's not playing. He'll be he'll be thirty-three. Yeah. He'll be thirty-three next week. I think he probably has. I think he has three or four good years left. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wants to. I mean, he wants he to compete. Want, wants to compete. At he, least. I don't think he's, he's chasing Super Bowls or anything like that. But he wants to. He's compete. He's been in hell for twelve years. Um, but I would say I would say Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is an interesting because spot. potentially if Big Ben gets out of there, they, yeah. I know they got Dwayne, but I ain't trusting Dwayne. Yeah. I mean, Matthew Stafford, he had a really under the radar good year: sixty five percent completion, four thousand yards, twenty six touchdowns, ten interceptions. He played every single game, started every game, so he can sling it, and he could he could sling it. He would have had even better ones. Seven, Kenny Galladay, seven, a seven thousand, uh, seven seasons over four thousand yards, and is only one of seven quarterbacks all time to throw five thousand in a season. Yeah. He can sling it. He got an arm. He do. Yeah, you know I mean, just keep him healthy, you know. And and his, I can't even be like, oh, he's injury prone because he's only been hurt because Detroit didn't take care of him. Exactly. And we know they got a history of I not taking care could, of superstars. Like, transfer his throwing powers to Lamar. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna buy sure. it. Because Matthew, he deserves to play for it. Absolutely. Get get, get out of there, bro. Um, but next up, buy or sell. The rumor wire has Deshaun Watson um, favoring the New York Jets as his ideal destination. We do know that the Jets, the Panthers, and the Dolphins are pretty much where the cards are going to fall. But apparently he says that the Jets are where he wants to go. Buy or sell. Deshaun Watson to the gang green. Um, I'm, I'm selling it. Mainly because, first off, everyone got this whole idea and shit off a liked Instagram post of him in a, like a him in like a Jets uh, uniform or something. Like, that it shit's ugly too. It, it is. Um, I, I think I, I highly doubt that he goes to the Jets. I just think that with having Sam Darnold there, I think they're probably gonna want to see what Sam Darnold can do under a different coaching regime first before they move him. Yeah. Um, and I just think that. I think the Panthers and the uh, Dolphins situations are much more attractable. Yeah. Um, I think with the with the um, with the Panthers, you get Curtis Samuel, DJ Robbie Moore. Anderson, DJ Moore. Um, so that's a that's a much better receiving core than the Jets already have. You also have CMC coming back. Um, you have um, what's their coach name? Matt something who Matt uh, Matt Rule. Matt Rule, Matt who Rule. is you know taking good strides in year one, and then the Dolphins 
I mean, hey, they, that defense is ridiculous. Defense they got is a ready number to crack. Three, they got a number three pick, hella cap space. Miami, no state income tax. You get to play for a brother in Brian Flores and their um and, and their the GM beach. Chris Jim. Chris yeah. Greer, and, and it's Miami. And then with Carolina, he a Carolina boy. He he's from he's from yeah he yes. went to Clemson. So he's from South Carolina, right? Well, he's yeah. from Georgia, he's but from he's Ge- but he uh, he went to Clemson, which is obviously South Carolina, and it's like so, two hours away from the Panther State. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna sell it because I you just you basically gave a whole laundry list of why yeah. he should not go to New York. Yeah, but also those are great situations. They're much better um, situations. I I I would I think that Carolina is the best for him. Only because I think that that would provide him with a core that's ready to win now yeah. in a division that I feel like is going to be for the taking, if not next year, 110% the year after. And even Absolutely. then, next season, I think I don't think that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who we'll talk about in a second, I don't think that there's some type of juggernaut that you can't get through. Yeah, Tom Brady's only getting older. You know what I'm saying? So, and I mean, you got seven. You got seven playoff spots. So even exactly, if you don't win the division, exactly. you have three and chances. The Saints, to make the, playoffs. the Saints, and the Falcons are about to hit the redo button. Yeah, you know. So, <clears> and you know, I think I think of, I think the AFC East is a tougher division than the NFC South as far as in the future. Um, however, I think that the Jets are by far the worst team set up. Like even with <laughs> yeah. Deshaun Watson going forward, I think. The New England Patriots, you can't count Bill out ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, the Buffalo Bills just got off their best season in 30 years, damn near. Yeah, so, um, Calvin, you buying or selling? I'm selling. <clears throat> I think he I think he is a Carolina guy. He, he just, It just looks like he would fit more there with CMC, Curtis Samuel, and all those guys. And I think if you had a more comparable quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater this year, they could have made the playoffs. Absolutely, 100%. Do you think that if, if he goes to Carolina or, or Miami – do you think that it's, it goes without saying that bo- both of those teams would have to give up the number three and the number eight pick, respectively, to get Deshaun? Uh, <clears throat> I, I think that Miami could possibly get away with not giving it up because they got the young quarterback in Tua to give up. They have another first-round pick to give up, and then yeah. they could give up their next year's first-round pick. That's true. Um, and I think that deal, Tua, I think it's like the 17th pick that they it's have. The 18th, I Eight, think. Oh, 18th. Mm-hmm. And a first round of next year, I don't think you're going to get a better deal than that in the market. That's true. Um, you know, they could probably throw in, you know, this year's fourth round pick just to throw some icing on the cake. Damn, we'd be making um, two of Josh Rosen all over again. We would. But, I mean, they <laughs> could they could do two in the third overall pick and just get it done with. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But uh, Is Deshaun the, Panthers, worth that? the Panthers would have to give up that, the eighth ninth, pick. that, that eighth pick. Is yeah, Deshaun so. worth that? Two in the third pick. Yeah, you I really think so. Need to see two again tossed around. Like, like you would. Think, I mean, he ain't getting tossed around, bro. Like, come on, man. You hey, ain't even letting hey, him listen. finish out the game. Hey, listen. <laughs> Put my boy Fitz Magic in hey, the game. It was working. Game. It was working. It worked against the Raiders when he threw that dad when he got pulled by the face oh, yeah. mask and threw and that then, dart, <laughs> threw that forty yard bomb. It's just, man, I feel so bad for two. Hey, listen, he had he he got an adequate chance when he wasn't even really supposed to have a chance. That we being honest, because they were playing good football with Fitz. They he really were. They 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 didn't see nothing. And you got an opportunity to go get a guy like Deshaun Watson over you. I don't even think you could be mad at it if you get to her. Yeah. Yeah, you really can't. And it's karma. Look, you took Jalen Hurts' spot and, and kind of fucked up some of his shit. So, hey, yeah, you'll yeah. be all right. You tough, right? <laughs> all right. So, moving on. More buy or sell. Um, we got a sound bite from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, did you agree with the decision to kick it there on fourth down? 
Well, I didn't have a decision on that one. Um, yeah, that wasn't my decision. But I understand the thinking above two minutes with uh, all of our timeouts. But, yeah, that wasn't my decision. Packers were down eight points, two minutes left in the game, fourth quarter, NFC Championship. You got the best quarterback of our generation, damn near, arguably, whatever. MVP of the league this year, and you kick it. You kick a field goal. I'm telling you, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm on the field, and I'm waving him off. And if and if you if you really that hell strong, burn a timeout. Because I'm staying on the field for this last play. This, is, this is a make or break for the game. My my Super Bowl contention is based off of this fourth down play, and you're going to kick a field goal. Yeah. You got to call a timeout. Because I'm telling the offense to stay out here. Devontae Adams, stay your ass out here. Aaron Jones, stay your ass. Everybody on that offensive side of the ball probably were like, let's stay out here. Let's do it. But I don't think – I think this is more on Aaron Rodgers. I use, I was saying initially the coaching, but I think Aaron Rodgers wasn't aggressive enough with his coach. And I think mm. that's – I think that could have made the difference in the game. And he may not have gotten but it, was, but at was, least, the, was the play call still a bitch made see, play call? But see, that's what I'm saying. If let's say he does do that and they don't get it, now the headline is Aaron. Aaron is a dickhead. He can't. He can't. That go, is on Aaron, be. though. If listen, if you're supposed to be like what Aaron, what Dre just said, one of the best quarterbacks of our generation, nigga, Tom weird. Brady is saying I'm staying out here, Bill. I don't give a fuck what she's saying. I mean, yet yes and no. I mean, clearly Brady didn't have that, as much control as he wanted to because that's why his ass left. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, and, and we had, we've we already seen reports last year of them not having necessarily the best relationship. I feel what you're saying, though. The the play call was soft as shit, and I said it, it as, soon, as, as soon as we – as soon as they sent out the field goal unit, I thought it was extremely soft. Um, you pay Aaron Rodgers the big bucks for a reason. He's Aaron, he's Aaron Mr. Double Check, all that for Discount, a reason. Discount, double check. That, that That's who he is. Um, you have an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl and you kick a field goal. And mind you, you're giving the ball back to Tom Brady. We ain't giving the ball back to Kirk Cousins. We're not giving the ball back to Jimmy G. We're not giving the ball back to no slot. We're giving the ball back to the greatest quarterback of all time. Piss poor decision making my The thing about it is, bro, even if you go for it and miss, you're still down by eight. And you're and you can still and they're on and they're on their eight yard line. So if you get a stop. Now you, you kicking punt. the field, you kicking the field goal. We kicking it back to them. Let them run the bitch back to the twenty at the least. Now even if you, you do know, get a stop, you're you're in very bad. Ta- I mean, not necessarily very bad, but you're in you're in rough territory to come back and win the game. Yeah, and the the Packers DBs were playing like ass. Not no no, no no not Packers DBs. Kevin <laughs> King. Kevin King. Because Jair Kevin Jair was eating up. Yeah, Jair, Jair was eating up. He, he got two picks. Yeah, you're right. Kevin, Kevin King, King was. Ooh, I, I want to say Kevin King, twice, he was responsible twice. for two touchdowns. Mike Evans and, and then that last hole. And the P.I. And the P.I. It was a P.I. I know you're like, don't call that in the last minutes, but that was a P.I. It was. It 100%. was a P.I. And honestly, I don't even think, even if he didn't get it, like, I don't think the, the Packers are going to get it done. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I, I think I think still, this is but the thing. I, I think too many people are blowing out of proportion. And I mean, not necessarily blowing out of proportion, but too, making too big of a deal to not going for it on fourth. The turning point in that game was when Scotty Miller caught that touchdown. Yeah. If you can go into halftime down with, by four, down by four, or they I went think, up twenty-eight to ten. They so had they would have been down six by seconds left yeah. on the clock. Six. 
Kevin All King. you got to do is stop them. Kevin King. And you get cooked in cover three where you supposed to have a deep there. You get cooked for a 40-yard touchdown. Nah, by, he, he by was Scotty trying to press up. He thought he Ridiculous, was Ridiculous, man. So that was a turning point. But I think, listen, if I'm Aaron Rodgers right now, I know everybody was making a big deal about him saying his future is uncertain. He's not going anywhere. You don't think so? No. I mean, they, he, they have all the leverage, and they're not, they're not getting rid of him. Um, they, they, I don't think no matter what, they, some team would have to come with four first rounders for them. And to where, get rid of where him. the fuck would he go? It, it, That's it, ready to go win a championship. I right? mean, I think, I think a, a interesting team would be the Los Angeles Rams, um, trade mm. golf and some picks and go get Aaron. I think that would be good. However, I don't think there's too many better situations than what you're in right now with Devontae Adams, solid O line. You kind of run. You kind of, you, you're you're kind of like. The, the greatest Packer of all time, in a sense. Um, so I think he should definitely stay. But I would pull a James Harden and be like, "Look, get 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 the enemy here." I would I would tell them Ooh. get I, I I would be a dickhead. I would be a diva if I was them. Y'all Ooh. gonna pick a quarterback in the first round yeah. instead of trading up to get Justin Jefferson. Now you pull this shit and I can't even go out and win Imagine the game. Imagine how they got Justin Jefferson and Devontae. That would it would be a wrap. Me, per, if I was him, I would say, "Listen, I, I would I would be a coach killer." I would be like, he got to get up out of here. Or yeah, because I don't. I knew they did not like each other last season. Like David Blatt. They didn't fuck get that nigga up out of there like, like David Blatt, Blatt nigga. They get didn't him up out of because, there because, bro, they didn't even fuck with each other last season. Yes, I know it was exacerbated by them going to get Jordan Love in the first round. I know that I just, th- I it was pro- it was probably the band aid was probably a little firmer this season only because they were winning. Yes, you know what I'm saying. And they were but, winning last year. He just didn't look good. Yeah, and they just now, it's you know what I'm saying. But where do we, how do we judge Aaron Rodgers right now? He's one in four in NFC Championship games. He has one bowl, but it was 11 years ago. Um, I mean, we know he's top five all time in our books. He sounded like Joe Flacco. But I had Shut one. I, I, Joe Flacco is that. Okay, bro. All right, bro. <laughs> yeah. But I got, that's a big deal. Yeah, I want you, yeah, I want you to go on record real quick because I got a friend, my homie Morgan, mm-hmm. who does not understand why we put Aaron Rodgers over Drew Brees all time. You can watch a football game and see that. <laughs> you can watch, you can watch, you can go, you can go you can wind the tape back to twenty thirteen Aaron Rodgers and see why we do that or twenty eleven Aaron Rodgers. But like, in terms of and also t- tell me about how stats are are, are uh, stats are loaded. You know what I'm saying? I mean Drew Brees, in terms of yards, yards are empty stat. Yeah, yards are very much empty stat. Um, if you look at passing yards, if you look at top five passing yard leaders for the past five years, you may find six guys who went to the playoffs. Like it's it, it's very it's very evident year after year that yards does not necessarily equal wins a lot of the times. Secondly, as far as Aaron Rodgers and you know he's one and four and all that type of stuff, I think it I think it does cause for concern. I would be a hypocrite by saying it doesn't. However, this game right here, I don't put on Aaron at all. Um, I do think that they should, the offense should capitalize off the three interceptions. Um, however, Devontae Adams on one of those drives dropped a touchdown um, and then couldn't could keep his feet in bounds on the second one. Um, and then obviously this time, going into halftime down, I think they were down four or whatever. They're down 11. They're down 11. You're getting the ball back at halftime, and, you and your defense gives up, gives up a 50-yard touchdown with six seconds left. Um, so that's just unacceptable. And then, you know, I obviously can't stay on the field to get a, to get a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and I have an opportunity to go for it. So I, I just think that there has been a lot of things that haven't gone his way. But 
as I say with quarterbacks, you get all the praise when you win. You got to take some blame when you lose. Do you – but in terms of the Brady – fuck. In terms of the oh, Brady Rogers, Rogers. I mean, you can just – I mean, off raw talent, Rogers has it in every aspect. Accuracy, throwing power, um, mobility, all that stuff, he, he has that. I, I mean, think even if you look at, like, their pocket presence, like, Drew Brees look like he always scrambling to, like, figure out what he's trying to do. And Aaron Rodgers literally just be back there, like – and it's like dot forty yards, and it like, and it's also like, I think what also weakens the Drew argument is, Sean Payton's undefeated without him. So it's like, is it really you, or is it more sure of the scheme? Because Taysom Hill stepped right in, though he was a totally different offense. He undefe- well, he wasn't undefeated. They lost to the Eagles, so he has one loss without Drew Brees. Teddy Bridgewater came in and went five and zero, and he went to the Panthers and looked like dog shit. So. <laughs> Is it the scheme or is it really you? I think that that's causing concern. Just because even when he was in San Diego, he was never really that top tier quarterback. He was yeah. uh, he was all right, but he was never near a top tier quarterback until he got with Sean Payton. Yeah, I think I think the history books are gonna overrate Drew Brees just just a tad. Yeah, um, well, I mean, as the, the years the stats, go, they they do give I mean, him a leg up. So he's always gonna, yeah, in my do. book, he's always gonna be top five until somebody can to, outshine him. In a weird, though, their playing styles or comparisons aren't the same. I think people are going to look at Drew Brees how they look at Will Chamberlain in the NBA. It's like, yeah, you got a whole bunch of stats, but eh, those stats didn't really amount to much. I think that's kind of that's how very people, true. I think that's kind of how people are going to view him. Like, damn, this nigga averaged fifty points a game. How the hell is he not top five? You're gonna be like, well, you got to add context. But to there it. was film on Drew. I mean, yes, <laughs> like, that's, that's but, a at, big, but at the same time, Will like, really didn't win shit. He didn't, and like you, like I think the film argument is more so just for like the hundred point game. I don't think anybody disputes his numbers during that time, but it's also like, yeah, eh, it's, it's, yeah he it's got right. two rings, but that second one was with Kareem. Really? Wait, no, it wasn't. I'm fucking lying. It was with the Lakers. I'm tripping. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about Big O and Kareem. Yeah, you I'm could. tripping. You could. Um, but next buy or sell, um, our Super Bowl matchup, man. We can talk more about it next week, but. Uh, I hear a lot of people around through, through the grapevine saying that this is the greatest quarterback matchup of all time in a Super Bowl by herself. And we probably got to go back to like the 90s and the 70s and shit with like Roger Stallback and no, I'm gonna, nah, we don't. I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> nah, we I'm gonna buy it. We don't. I'm, you literally yeah. have the young go and the in the old go. Yeah, going back and forth. Like yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to think. There hasn't been anything better than this. No, because I mean, even did, even Peyton Manning had fucking Cam Newton going like going up against Cam Newton. <laughs> Cam and Newton. then Pey- Russ, Pey- now Russ, and Russ and Tom was was nah, Pat, solid, but, but it's Pat's it's not Pat Mahomes. Yeah. But nah, but Peyton Peyton went up against Cam Newton and Rex Grossman. Rex Grossman. <laughs> Rex bro, let that man Peyton live, bro. He's still Rex Grossman. That really puts it into perspective. But it does. I, I think that this is absolutely the greatest quarterback. Um, Duo, I, I guess, or matchup, excuse me, um, in the Super Bowl in Super Bowl history. This, I'm very interested yeah. as far as legacy wise. If Pat Mahomes does not win this Super Bowl, he will never be able to pass Tom Brady as the goat. This this Super Bowl means a, a whole bunch legacy wise to Pat Mahomes, and he better come out and play a full four quarters, unlike how he did last Super Bowl. Mm. So you think he'll never he can never pass Brady if he if he if, loses if, this if one. Brady wins this one I don't think that realistically I think nothing only he if can do. Brady wins it now not what, if not yeah, if the Tampa yeah, now, is, I mean absolutely you know what now saying? what now oh, fl- now flip yeah. it on his head say Pat comes out plays four full quarters 
and they win by they they win the game definitively. What does that do for Pat's legacy? We got an MVP, a fifty yard season, two Super Bowl MVPs. You take, you take Drew Brees out the top five. <laughs> but what is yeah, that? What is right that? What, what would yeah. that honestly do for Pat's legacy? It would it to in my opinion, it would then put him. It would put him close to that top five mark. I'm not gonna say quite yet. I'm knocking Drew right then and there. It's, it's, <laughs> if he wins and they put up fifty fucking points, Drew, you're gone. No, no, no. Well, see, I didn't say Drew, 50 points. Drew's I was... not in my top five. Marino is. Oh, Drew is in mm. my top five. Yeah, Drew, so Drew's my number six. I wouldn't necessarily count him out just like that because, like, I I don't want to be like, oh, Pat Mahomes could go out next year, tear up his knee, and never play again. Is he really True. better than Dan Marino? Eh, Dan Marino did it for 15, 20 years. I'm not gonna say that. But I will so say Pat still need to do maybe he would six still need more to, years. Yeah, he probably just give him some time. I want to just see how he does. Um, but I think this this win it would be big for Mahomes if he can get it to beat Tom Brady. He'll definitely be like number seven or eight. Yeah, I definitely. mean this would be big. But like I said, if he loses, I just don't think he would ever be able to surpass him because no matter how many Super Bowls he wins, it's like damn, you still lost that. You still lost like imagine if LeBron and Jordan played in the finals, or if LeBron yeah. and or Kobe like, played. Yeah, LeBron and Kobe. Yeah. Like which could have happened that one year. It could have. <laughs> And the fucking fucking Cavs LeBron can get there. But, but yeah. I mean, he wasn't playing. With but so this, so this Super Bowl would do more for Mahomes' legacy than it would for Brady's. Yeah, Bra- Brady. I mean, he's already solidified. Right now, Brady is is playing with house. Up. Brady is chasing greatest athlete of all time, or some. That's some, what some I was going to say. Ghost now, I think shit. I think if Brady wins this ring, he will. I will crown him the greatest athlete. So you can't though, because he's not the greatest athlete. Okay, of all, all right. He's the greatest. All right, you're right. He's the greatest I, player. He greatest <laughs> greatest at your sport. Yes. But the greatest athlete, fuck no. Would, I'll put, even, would you put LeBron even, as the greatest put, athlete? And in, in that conversation, I'm putting LeBron, Serena, Serena Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, Gabby Douglas. I'm putting um, – no, it's not Gabby Douglas. Simone Biles. I'm putting, like, athletes. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. But that nigga like, Tom is different. You seen though. Tom 40-yard dash <laughs> 20 years ago, and it didn't get yeah. no better. <laughs> I, would say, I would say if he gets number seven, he would be – the greatest player of all time as far as team sports because you can't really compare team sports and, and individuals. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a very so, so very greatest different. team sports player, player like out of yeah. Jordan, Bron, uh, Deion Sanders. I'm trying to just think Wayne Gretzky, Jackie Robinson, Beirut. He would be the greatest player at their sport of all time because to, to win seven, I mean that's I mean to get to six is ridiculous, but seven. Got to I'm ten ready. of them. I was uh, ten a, in twenty there's, years. There's an argument that he could really have two more than bitches he with very, the Giants game. Very much good. Very Damn. much so. Definitely one more. Definitely. Because that helmet catch. That helmet catch was some bullshit. That shit was lucky as fuck. That shit was crazy. And even bro, what was uh Mario Manningham or I mean that his name now now that yeah Mario Manningham yeah. Now that pitch and catch, a lot of people could say he'll he had two lucky throws. That was a dot. He yeah, that, was. that wasn't no lucky throw. That was a dot. That helmet catch bullshit. That was <laughs> nine times out of ten. He's not making that. But catch. listen, the football gods gave it back to him with the Atlanta, the Atlanta one. They gave it back to him and then some. Because then they gave him the Rams win too. Because the Rams was a very ugly. The Rams ball. weren't, but the Rams weren't ready for that. Moment. I know, but they were. They were running through niggas the entire season. They, they were. were. Yeah. Like were. I, I don't want to hear that. They was ready. They should have won. But they they, they couldn't put yeah. points up. But before before points. we move on to the NBA, um, we didn't talk about every team in the conference championships, other than the Bills. Where do the Bills go from here? Have they capped out on their ceiling? What where do they go from here? You get your running back. Yeah, you got to develop your running game. They have yeah. none. Yeah. Um, and then you also 
Josh Allen making though they weren't as bonehead as they were they last were still year. Still bonehead though. You still made <laughs> some bonehead mistakes taking those 15, 20 yard sacks in bad situations. You cannot do that. Uh, but I think the key is get. I mean, it may not even necessarily be getting a running back. Maybe the old line needs to run block better. But they got to develop a running game. And I think getting maybe one more complimentary complimentary receiver. I think that's yeah. it. Do you give Josh Allen in the bag this summer? What what's what what year did you get Josh? Twenty eighteen. It was the same year as Lamar. Mm. Yeah, and they just came out with a report that Lamar's getting extended. Yeah, so I will what, say what, if you're the if you're ooh, the Ravens, talk about it, I that. say I say if you're the Bills, you better Wait. do it before Lamar. Because if because they're going to cash why? Lamar out, because and they're going to have to match that. Exactly. Mm. And if if they cash Josh out first, then the Ravens can go off of Josh Allen as opposed to vice versa. Yeah, Josh Allen, he only got one more year left on his deal. Yeah, He's so making $3 million next year. So, yeah, he, he should get cashed out. So, what what, what 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 should Lamar get then? How many years? And what, what, what's the price point? All right, so what, pull up what Watson, what Watson got. All right, got you. I, I would say it's like, between... I think he got like six years, 200. I'll tell you exactly what he got. I think it's going to be between Watson... In between somebody like uh, who made a lot of money, like a Matt Ryan. No, Matt Ryan did. No, Matt Ryan did have a bag. He did get a bag. Um, so Deshaun Watson. Wait, hold up, career and oh, contract details. Okay, so Deshaun Watson signed an extension. It was a four-year, hundred fifty-six million dollar contract extension. A twenty-seven million dollar signing bonus. Um, total guaranteed was one hundred ten million. Okay, so he got four years, one fifty six, one hundred and ten guaranteed. Yeah, I would say Lamar probably gets. I mean, it depends on if you want to sign four year, five year. Let's say four year to go off the same year. I'd probably say he got one fifty six. I'd probably say Lamar get one seventy five. Maybe one twenty guaranteed just to make it more, make it more than what Watson got. I think he'll probably he'll probably get that. I think he deserves that. Bro, he deserves I mean, shit. it. Bro. He deserves. He didn't did the same shit as Deshaun Watson. One playoff win. They didn't <laughs> did the same I, I, shit. However, except he got MVP, but he's got an MVP and he's made the playoffs every year he's been in the league. That's so, true. So, I mean, so is Watson. No, he no. has not. No, he exactly. Has. Yeah. No, Give my yeah. boy his shot. I think out. it's just that we know that Deshaun Watson is a, better. Is a I don't give a fuck. mile better. Get to the than playoffs. At least we can do that. My nigga, do you see what I he mean, was playing with? Know, they got care. a chaplain as their GM. They do I don't know like. if it's necessarily like that much better to make the playoffs and get bounced and have a shitty performance like Lamar has had. Or to be very much so. Six because two. honestly, bro, y'all I mean, could have yeah. stayed home and play us in 2017. You're right. But I'm just saying, before <laughs> he got paid, he had had one playoff win, got smoked by Pat Mahomes. And, and didn't even have to get smoked by Pat Mahomes. Yeah, didn't, he have to get, didn't he have to get. And then the year before, he lost to the Colts. So I think, I think probably a little bit more, but... I think that's that's probably about it. But if I'm the if I'm the Bills, I'm gonna try to get that deal done before Lamar. Okay. And in terms of their best interest as the yeah. team. Okay. Yeah, I would try to get that deal so done. And he, and to be honest, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sold on Josh Allen. I think I think as of right now, he's a top five quarterback, but I think he's very interchangeable with guys based on you know, season to season basis. Yeah. All right, man. Let's before we wrap the show up, let's hit some NBA real quick. Um Let's do let, let's play let's play what's the word on a few NBA scenarios. Um the first one is uh the Milwaukee Bucks have gotten off to a slower start than some people would have mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> than some people would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um they inked Giannis to a historic uh contract extension this summer. Yeah. Um 
<laughs> to extort contract extension this summer. Uh, well, not this summer, but you know this off season. Uh, and right now they're sitting at they are sitting at ten and six. Uh, but they they kind of turned it around because last time I checked they were nine and six. They had some close games. They just they just have not been looking as dominant especially as last year we know there was a lot of uh, off-season turnover with their team um we thought they were going to get uh bogdanovich yeah. um from the kings but apparently there was some tampering um they brought in drew holiday uh we thought that was gonna be uh, but uh, drew holiday chris middleton and Giannis big three is very underwhelming um but what's the word uh for the for your outlook on the milwaukee bucks season so far given that the East got a whole lot tougher this season. Um, that's what's a single word. Um, I'm gonna say pitiful. <laughs> um, Not because, pitiful because at the end of the day, y'all got bounced in the second round. Y'all didn't have y'all didn't have no extensive playoff stay in the bubble, so it's not fatigue. And you just not you, they're just not playing good. And you and got at, the reigning two time MVP. And I and a whole lot of accountability goes on him. Niggas done figured your goofy ass out now. <laughs> what you gonna do now? <laughs> and this is what I've been saying. Like people have figured out, force him to shoot the ball at all costs. Don't go for anything else. And ju- and just be you got you got to be aggressive with him. But I, people have figured him out. I, I can't. I, I think that. Giannis is by far the most overrated player in the league. Um, I don't think that he's – I think he's bottom top ten at best right now. Oh, wow. Um, this, I mean, this is so a you, guy – You letting the fucking chopper sing. I mean, Damn. Listen, man, I just yeah. don't – I just don't like – I just don't like soft shit, man. And, I mean, you're going against – you're going against primetime game against the Lakers, and you ain't nowhere to be found in the fourth. You got Chris Middleton out here checking LeBron James, the greatest basketball player of arguably all time. You ain't nowhere to be found. You got Brooke Lopez. Defensive player you, of the got, year. you got Brooke Lopez guarding Anthony Davis. Where are you at? Why are you? Wait, why I didn't are you see guard, that. I Why didn't are you guarding that. Mark Gasol in the fucking corner? Wait, Standing. really? I didn't see I, that. I promise you. I promise oh, you. oh I, that's, this is why I try to watch the game. Like this is why I don't fuck with Giannis because you get all these awards and shit. Yeah, you in the fucking corner. Guarded Mark Gasol. And, and Middleton is the one bringing the ball to court. ISO trying to get trying to be the closer. You ain't nowhere to be found. So, but you the MVP. But you, the, but you supposed to be the MVP. You the depoy, and you don't want you don't want after the first MVP. I'm, don't 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 call me MVP because I want to work hard. What you work hard on? <laughs> you ain't got it. You still ain't got a shot. I'm gonna tell you right now. Historically, like years from now, they're gonna look at it like, damn, this nigga was a bucket, just like we said about yeah. about Nick, because he's literally averaging the same shit Dominique was, like. Bro, 22, 26, 27, 29 last year. Now he's still averaging but 27, but they still you, he's still the same you know Giannis. What the, you, know same what the di- you know what the difference is, though, between Neek and Giannis? I think Neek was still that underrated guy even back yeah. then because Giannis could still potentially be the first three-peat MVP since Larry Bird. He has a defensive player of the year. He has a the, the highest paid contract in history. Neek yeah. never got none of that notoriety. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The, the most that people know Dominique Wilkins for is what? Winning dunk, dunk contest. You know exactly. what I'm saying? He, he, Zach Levine is, is Exactly. That, he's, yeah, that's Zach Levine. But with Giannis, you know what I'm saying? he we, We're expecting him. To play like Larry Bird, to play like Magic, to to be that to that to dog that ass star. Isaiah Thomas, you know what I'm saying? To so be the star. my word is uh, my word is a wasted space. Very much because so. I feel like Giannis, uh, 
I think the the lack of dog in him is why he's still in Milwaukee. Yep. Because he's six foot ten, six eleven, seven foot, whatever the fuck he is, and. Let's be real, bro. Those bodies don't hold up for that long, especially being the fact that he's not a finesse player. Exactly. He's down yeah. there banging. He's down there dunking. He's down there grabbing boards. That's what he does best. The knees ain't gonna hold up, big dog. Yeah. This this is your time. This yeah. you should have you should have got on the phone with your agent and said, "Hey, how can I get to Golden State?" I don't see anything wrong with that shit, bro. I would have I would have appreciated that more than him just fucking wasting away in Milwaukee. Because That's I don't, I need, do? I need, wanna... I need, I need to work better. No, but to be, I'm much, to be honest, I'm much should... rather him do that shit than be fucking up shit in Golden State. <laughs> I'd much rather see him try to figure it out in Milwaukee or have came to the Miami Heat because we would have been able to get him right. But I would have loved for him to be the Miami Heat. Easy money. In the I, don't, I don't know, man. I just, I want to see Giannis do well, but I just don't. There just ain't no dog in him, bro. And after you win two MVPs, I'm sorry, but. I gotta, I gotta come at your neck, bro. So Straight up, I got Straight you, up, bro. bro. He but got no. some Steve Nash MVPs, bro. But oh, <laughs> but last but not least, what's the word for the NBA MVP discussion right now around the league? Yes, sir. There's different articles on Twitter and Instagram every day. There are people that think LeBron should have it. I've seen some people that say Steph should be in the in, in the running. Um, Joel Embiid, uh, Giannis, uh, KD, James Harden. What's the word for the NBA MVP discussion right now? Be- Joe L. M. Bead. That's the word. My man Joel M. right now, the Sixers are 9-1 and one with him. He has dropped two 40-point games, a 42-point game, a 45-point game, two 38 games. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he's top five in 30-point games. Um, he's averaging 27 right now. 27, 11. 11, and 2. He's he's doing he's doing it all. Man is playing. Man is has has the Sixers. I don't think they have the number one seed in the East anymore because they, they lost last night. Oh, they still do. Even though uh, they lost last night. Wait, let me make sure. Right now, yep, they, they do. Won. No, okay. yeah, bro, y'all definitely do. Y'all twelve oh. and six. Boston's ten oh, and six. Excuse me. I I was looking for best record in the league. Oh oh, oh okay. They don't gotcha. have that anymore since they since they lost last night, especially. Yeah, because the Lakers um, Lakers uh, are fourteen and four, and the Clippers are thirteen and four, and gotcha. the Jazz are twelve and four. Okay, so y'all got the fourth best record. Fourth best record in the mm-hmm. league. Um, he he's playing at an all time high. He's playing dominant. Um, but it, like, but it, it's you know that's me being a homer. It, it's a toss up. I mean. Joel Embiid is playing great. Braun is playing great. Um, Jokic is putting up hella numbers. Um, They've got Luka, him number Luka, one on Luka, yeah. basketball reference right now. Luca is still putting, which was crazy as shit. I don't know. Who? That, that basketball reference <laughs> they got, top They 10. got Nikola Jokic. They got we, Nikola we Jokic. They got Kawhi. Then they got Joel. Then LeBron. Then AD. I don't know why AD is even in this. KD, Paul George, Giannis, Luca, then Dame. That's yeah, the like, ugliest fucking it, it was an awful list. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of guys hooping. But right now, I think it's Joel Embiid. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that he has to stay on the court, though, because LeBron will come. And LeBron, even though I know that's his first 40-point game of the season last year. I mean, uh, this year. Uh, it was impressive. It was impressive. It was very as hell. impressive. But LeBron has been the player on the Lakers who have been putting them over the top. AD mm-hmm. has literally been averaging like 18 and like 10 yeah, throughout this whole thing. Well. Like, he's just been playing – Regular. This nigga LeBron is still averaging about 25, 26 points a game. Yeah, his average actually before last night was 23, and now it's 28. I'm, I'm sorry, 25. Yeah, like yeah. he's 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 balling. Yeah, Le- so, yeah, LeBron right now is giving us 25, 8, and 7. Um, well, they go against each other on Wednesday. 
Oh, facts. That's tomorrow. Yeah. It brings out typically when we play LeBron, it brings out the best in Ben too. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. Ben Ben has some big games against yeah, him. Braun has and and beat really has. underrated stat. LeBron's shooting forty one percent from three. Yeah, he was seven for eleven last night. Yeah, he was kind of he was going crazy. <laughs> he was going stupid. Cold. Okay, fourth quarter. Thirty seconds left. Thirty seconds left. Let's say th- thirty seconds left is tied. LeBron, AD. Who do you want guarding LeBron? I, oh, you talking about in the Sixers? The Sixers, Sixers Ben like Simmons this. for sure. Okay. Oh yeah, ben Simmons. ben Simmons. As underwhelming as he is on the offensive side, he is still a top five perimeter defender in the league. He a dog ass nigga on defense. Yeah, on defense he's top five, a hundred percent. He should okay. be first team defense this year. Absolutely. Um, he, he in the defense player of the year conversation too. Definitely. Um, which is that's his saving grace because if yeah. he couldn't defend, oh no, nah, if he couldn't defend, that he would have been about out of here. I mean, he, if he couldn't yeah. defend, he would just be a taller fault. Get that nigga <laughs> up out of here. Yeah, we definitely would have got that. Best believe that. But hopefully, right, we get man. that man Levine in there. Tobias, is that possible? I, I need Tobias to keep playing good. I need him to drive up that that trade value. Oh, I need yeah, him to so keep dropping twenty five. Yeah, I need they Levine t- in there. Keep doing Doc that, Rivers, the Tobias whisperer, bro. He is though, man. I I I really liked how my guys have been playing this year. I hey, hate bro. I hate how bad we are without Embiid. If but. if if Joel Embiid's not y'all MVP, Seth Curry is. Oh, one hundred percent. Seth Curry is a dog. I I, I love Seth I love Curry Seth just, Curry. He's Seth a fan Curry just got himself a contract. He's a fan favorite, man. Yes, I sir. rock with Seth, man. But um, that's the end of our episode, man. Uh, R.I.P. Kobe, R.I.P. Hank Aaron, also R.I.P. Larry King. Facts. Yeah. R.I.P. Larry Facts. King, man. Um. I feel like I feel like our generation grew up on Larry King. Like he's yeah. the one mm-hmm. journalist kind of news person who we look to. Yeah, Everybody man. So yeah. Um, y'all stay safe out there. Wear wear some gloves. Wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Social distance and all that good shit. We'll Be see safe. y'all next week.